Well, we're here for episode 11 of okay. Hello Dysfunction with Crystal Barbie and Patafria. <laughs> so we're back. Um, we're in the middle of super cold weather. This past, like, three days have been so fucking freezing. We're dying. Um... And I'm never cold, but I've been hella cold lately. My heater's been on, like, constantly. I'm always cold. I have a blanket with me right now in the studio. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> I brought from home. <laughs> she finally got hip to it and brought a blanket. For real. It's going to be my studio blanket from now on. <laughs> so warm. This weekend, um, because of the cold weather, and we had some rain here and there. A little bit. Sprinkles. Um, I was just cozy at home most of the weekend. Um... Debbie had a show. She she was DJing at this place in Vacaville that ended up being hella fucking fun. That was on Saturday night. Um, Friday night, I stayed home, and my son came over, and I had a talk with him just about, like, gratitude, and he's about to turn 18 next month, so he's oh already in fucking adult mode, he thinks. And, right. um... I just had to talk to him because I already know he probably has these big plans for, like, tattoos and shit and, like, you know, shit 18-year-olds can do. I don't know what else. Regrettable shit. Yeah, and I had to tell him, like, you're still in school. Like, please just fucking finish school and, um, you know, just don't think that because you're 18 you're going to throw that in anybody's face because you're still a kid right now. Like, you're not working right now. Um, you still depend on us for shit. You know what I mean? Sure. So to me, you're still a fucking kid right now. Yeah. So until, and his dad is big on that too. Like he'd be telling him if, until you could back it up, like don't talk none of that grown shit at all. I don't even think you're really an adult until you hit shit, like your late 20s. I don't know. It I depends. I was out of the house. So I was an adult at that time. You I know was what out I'm of saying? the house but, too, but I just. But like. I was also had jobs. I had like three jobs yeah. at one point. We I was making my own like money. Fifteen. I yeah. mean, legally, you know. I started making my own money, and like you know, um, it was I, it was very different for me. Well, for him, he's still a kid in a lot of ways. So we just we we finally it's very had a, different. Yeah, we had to talk about that. How did it go? How did you um, receive it? Good, good. He, you know, at first he tried to be like, oh, well, things is gonna change. Like <laughs> I'm telling you, and I kept saying, well, what? Like for example, what? And he was like, just things, just things. And I was like, give me some examples. And he was like, I don't know, just things. And I said, ain't nothing gonna change, really, until you get out of school. So don't think that because you're 18, you're about to be taken off and like staying the night at anybody's house on school nights right. and shit like that. And um, he goes to a t continuation school, but I'm really proud of him because he's getting all A's and B's. And that's, that's like, the first time, you know, since he's been in high school that he's got grades, like, that good across the good board, you know? School. Yeah, I don't think we did. Mm -mm. Um, but, yeah, I'm really proud of him for that. Good. But I'm, like, just finish. You know what I'm saying? Like, then then you could act a little more grown. But, like, get a fucking job and finish. And he just right. he acted like he understood. And then we talked a lot about jail, too. Um, cause I was like watching lock up and shit marathon mm. and I just told him cause there was this young kid that was going to jail and he was clearly hella scared. He ain't never had been, been before. And he was like 18 or 19 and, um, he got caught up in some shit and I, I called it, you know, I told my son, I was like, listen, like, you know, I, I, when you be out with your friends or whatever, like I know he'd be smoking and shit. And I'm just like, I don't know what y'all be into. I know you're not a bad kid. You, you know, you ain't never got in no trouble like that. But just make sure you don't get arrested because once right. you get caught up in the system, like it's designed to keep you in the system. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You're young. You're black. 
you know, you already got odds against you. For Don't bad. get caught up in that shit. You've gone this long without going to jail. Like, me and his dad was going to jail super young. So it's, like, it's different. Like, they have it way better. It's so they, really hard to get off that paper, too. It is. So... Um, I was just like, you really, really don't want to get caught up in no shit like that. So just, you know, stay on the right path as far as that shit. But he, you know, he acted like really um, receptive to everything I was talking about and stuff and like the gratitude talk and everything. Because I don't think he ever considered that before that like I told him, you know, sometimes you just need to show that you appreciate because I be making shit happen for you sometimes when I really ain't got it, you know. And I I don't let you know that all the time. But like you got to consider that, you know, like. You just be asking for shit sometimes, like, not thinking, and then you, for, you, for you to not say thank you, like, yeah, that's crazy. So, right. I don't know. We talked about that, and then I was just in the house yesterday, then I took him back, and it's been chilling. Like, it's cold. <laughs> yeah, we stayed in. We, um, the girls both went to birthday parties yesterday. Uh, my, my 12-year-old had her first, um, like, really middle school boy girl like co-ed mm-hmm. party <laughs> so I was like you know they're about to try and make you play spin the bottle and she was <laughs> like I'm not gonna play because let me tell you <laughs> I am sister scared when it comes to that and I will be sitting there on my phone so when I picked her up yesterday the first thing I asked or Saturday the first did you thing make I asked, out I was like did they play spin the bottle and she was like no see I told you they weren't gonna play spin oh. the bottle <laughs> and then yesterday Mark and I just stayed in and watched movies and we were looking at the girls' Christmas list. It was mm-hmm. right after you texted me. And on Stevie's Christmas list, Mark was looking at it, and he goes, what are succulents? And I said, I made my face all concerned, and I was like, huh? And he was like, what are succulents? And I was like, dude, you haven't seen them? So I cupped my hand, like, around my mouth, and I was like, they're those new devices that teach you how to suck really hard. And he w- he looked at me, Bitch. and he was like... <laughs> This bitch better be playing with me. And I, I couldn't even hold it. I just started dying laughing. And I was like, you stupid you asshole. You should have kept it going. God, he always gets me. And he'll keep a straight face for like an hour. Dude, bitch. the look on his face, it just I just busted up laughing. I was like, you really think our 10-year-old would ask for a blowjob <laughs> assisting <laughs> device? Like, come on. A blowjob for beginner tools? And he was like... Crystal, I never know with you. All I was thinking was, this ain't a list for me. This is a list for your mama. He was like, you fucking play too much. That is so fucking funny. It was hella funny. Succulents is a weird name. Right? For a plant. Like, succulent. Like, my titties are succulent. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's a weird. It was a very sexual name. Yeah. And then. And they're not even sexy like that. And then uh, (laughs) one of my friends on Facebook, (laughs) who's. queer and transgender was like you know uh succulents is is definitely a sign um of your child being queer he, she was or yeah she was like it's totally a queer thing and i was like How? Is it? i didn't know that Just fucking with you? i don't know i was like is it really and then you know she responded some more stuff but i didn't get a chance to really read it but i was like i ain't never heard of that what the hell I was and like, I've, well, been, I've been queer since before queer was a fucking turn like you know? Yeah, I was like, well, I already called it on Stevie when she was, like, three. Like, true, she's very totally true. bisexual, or, or at the very least bisexual. Yeah. I've been said that mm-hmm. probably since she was, like, three. Yeah, for totally. sure. Totally. Mm. So, it might be, who knows, succulent might be the fucking We need some more giveaway. information on that, please. Right. Message us, please. 10-4. 
Tune <laughs> um, for you, fucking bitch. News. So today, um, Roger, you know, the, have you seen that big buff ass kangaroo? Roger, Roger, the one that everybody thought I was love fake. Him. He died. How? He's fucking twelve years old. I think oh. um, they 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 could live to be uh, fourteen, but um, he was twelve, and he was like an alpha. And they said that he like made it and made hell of fucking babies on like this. Uh, he was fucking all the kangaroo Yeah, bitches. he was like the main stud, like getting everybody did pregnant. You see what he, he was the buffest Itch. kangaroo I've ever seen. So I did some research because I was like, you know, I knew he was like buff and like big, right? Right. I didn't know how big. He was six foot seven. No fucking way. Do you know what a terrifying nightmare that would be for him to run up on you? Because they already look like they could box. They do. They do box people. With their like feet on, and their little hands. Yeah. So he was six. He would beat your fucking ass. Six foot seven, 196 pounds. He is like a big ass boxer. That's a big fucking football man. You're a huge boxer, and I had no idea you were that tall. He probably beat tall. up all the other male kangaroos uh-huh. for their bitches. That's yeah. how he impregnated so many. One of so the many. men that worked uh, with him said they were the same height at one point, and then he passed him up. That's kind of scary. Hella scary. Right? Like, he could fuck you up Can if you, you pull up on him at the wrong you day. You go in to feed him, and Roger's in a bad mood? Roger was a red kangaroo. Sorry, I'm talking about pretzels in my mouth. And, like, if you ever notice in the photos, because I looked up some, his neck is red. Mm-hmm. And they said he would get an attitude if you got too close to his bitches. Like, his neck is red like that to let off a scent to them to initiate mating or whatever. I don't know if it's always red or if it just turns red when it's that time. Right. But when it was around that time and you came around the women and stuff, he would get all, like, aggressive and start tripping. And beat your ass mm-hmm. and put you in his pouch. Actually, he's a boy. He don't. Does, do boys have pouches? I don't know. Hmm. I think they're just to raise babies, right? Yeah. To keep I have them warm one. after birth. I have a Joey holder. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> pregnancy. Well, yeah, I couldn't believe he was that big. Um, he was so cute, though. Yeah, he was, like, sexy. He probably gave good hugs. Like, yeah, like, big, good good cuddle man. Hugs. Yeah, he was very handsome. It's so funny because, like, he looks hella sexy in hella the pictures. I was searching for pictures so I could post him <laughs> yeah. on my page. And he was very attractive for a kangaroo. It was, like, fucking weird. It was hot. But Maybe um, they should have done a video with him. They probably did to, like, some sexy porn. They had him holding a stuffed bunny Roger before porn. and shit. That would be you totally interesting. Watch Roger I would. Porn. That would be super interesting. Because I want to know what position he's in. He looks like a buff ass man. Do kangaroos do it doggy style? I think all animals and insects do, do it, it that way. Style? I think we're the only mammals that face each other. I read that before. Or do back bends and frog style and fucking. <laughs> yeah, I think they're all from the back though. I think you're right. Yeah. I can't think of any animal. That faces each other. Mm-hmm. We're the only fucking weirdos that do that. They don't they want to see the fucking stupid-ass faces we make <laughs> while enjoying pleasure. Because you know some sex faces are ugly, bitch. Oh, no. My husband has one that I always make fun of. I fucking... <laughs> Shut up. It, and he doesn't even realize he's doing it. Oh, and God. I just, and I just bust up laughing in the middle of sex. And he's like, I'm making the face. And I'm like, you're making the face. Oh, my God. And then I bite my lip when I'm... A, Pineapples. I don't, yeah, I kind of don't want to know about this either. But I bite so. my lip and he makes fun of me for doing that. Okay. All right. Well. <laughs> you know, sex faces are fucking ugly. In other news, um, now I'm going to ruin your day. Great. I read about these Ohio kids that they were. Did, are they hurting animals? No, they fucking died in a fire. 
And it was five, bitch. How do you lose all five of your kids? I would just kill myself. It was like nine years old, four years old, two years old, and like some one-year-old twins. And basically... How'd they get trapped? Two of them got trapped, and all the rest died in the hospital after. Oh. And I'm just like, what the fuck? But they didn't die until days later. So that's, like, horrible, because then it's like you probably think they have a chance. Get a little hope. Yeah. Like, at least we have them, you know what I mean? Like, that you have a cha- they had a chance to live. Do no. they know what started the fire? They were looking into it, but they think it was something electrical. So it's really important. Um, I wanted to include that story just so we could tell everybody, like, be super fucking careful with Christmas lights, like, how many strands you have hooked up together in your fucking outlets and just like all kinds of shit like bunny has a a string of lights that we got from michael's at the at her headboard in her room and they kind of warm up they get warm and so um it made me a little nervous so she don't run them all the time but i won't let the girls sleep with them on yeah yeah shit like that makes me super nervous also don't run your dryer if you have a dryer in your home don't Uh fucking run it while you're asleep because This happened a few years ago, but my aunt ran a load in her dryer. Like, mm-hmm. she always cleaned out her lint trap and yeah, shit. Yeah, that's important. People don't know that you got to clean your lint trap every load. Right. Every clean time. It every fucking load. Yeah. But what happened, what happens sometimes is some of the lint falls down in your dryer, right? Mm-hmm. So she ran a load before bed, and they woke up at 1 in the morning. Thank God their smoke detector worked. The fucking dryer was on fire, and it just was, like, from lint oh, falling in there God. and causing a fire. So I don't run your dryer when you're asleep. I don't. Or when we're not home. Like, you know, sometimes you'll fucking hit it to dry and you'll leave. Yep. Don't do that either. I never knew that. That's good information. Mm -hmm. That's fucking scary. I had a... a, Last week, my heater went out for a few days and the stupid bitches... Like, I pay $2,000 rent. So, like, when some shit happens, y'all better show up on time to fix my shit. So... I fucking called it in, and a maintenance worker came. It was so fucking funny because he scared the shit out of me. He, <laughs> he was a younger Mexican dude. He had on a black beanie with a black hoodie with a blue and black Pendleton over it, buttoned up to the top. I opened my door, and my face must have said, like, who the fuck are you? Because he started laughing, and he was like, I don't mean to scare you or anything. Like, I'm here for the maintenance. I, and I said, well, I was going to ask you, do you fucking work here? Like, I couldn't believe what he had on. I was like, you don't look like a fucking maintenance worker. And he started hella laughing. He was probably thinking, bitch, you don't either. But um, I let him in, and... um. <laughs> He checked it out and shit, and then he called it in, and then, um, like, I didn't hear back. It took like, how he left long for, for them to fix it? Girl, so they call me, and they're like, well, the vendor has to come and replace some shit, so uh, it's going to be, like, Thursday. And I called in on, like, a Monday. And, it was and so freezing. I'm like, what the fuck? So I was trying to round up space heaters. I have one, and so I was just using that, moving it from to whatever room we were in. And then um, Thursday came around, bitch, they didn't show up. And I had been calling them, like, hey, I'm following up. You know what I mean? No, they didn't show up. So I got a hold of them first thing Friday morning, and I was like, hey, check this out. Like, it's hella fucking cold this week. I don't know if y'all ain't realized, and I'm over here with no heater. I'm deducting rent off every day. That's what I was about to call out. Yeah, I was about to tell her stupid ass that, but... um, they, they got over Friday, and they fixed it, and it, he fixed it hella fucking fast. So Good. I'm just like, y'all could have been came and did this shit. It's the wrong shit. time of year to not have a Yeah, heater. that shit was crazy. But um, 
Oh, I was going to say the fucking. So what the problem with that was, I was thought of that because we were talking about fire. Right. Um, the pilot wasn't lighting, but it was flickering. And so there was like a constant when I would turn oh, it on, scary. it was a spark in there flickering right. and it wouldn't catch fire. And so it was way down on the fucking cord, the electrical cord where it wasn't supposed to be. And it had black tape around it. Like at one point oh it God. leaked. So I'm like. I'm like, how the fuck? Y- y'all taped this up before with electrical tape, and it's obviously, like, um, leaking or whatever again. You You're know what I mean? You're shit that should Yeah, be y'all should have just replaced it. Like, that was dangerous. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, hell no. This shit probably could have caught on fire because the dude even said it's sparking way down where it's not even supposed to be sparking at. They can't wait for a fucking lawsuit. Yeah, so that shit was scary. But um, that's, that's all. That's all sad. Poor yeah. babies. Um, so yeah, you guys, be careful with fire stuff. In other news, um, um, Kaiser is striking right now in Northern California. I know I'm eating all the beans, sorry. That's okay. Um, Kaiser is striking. I heard Uh, about that. My mom is a pediatric oncology nurse here in Northern California, and... They're on a five-day strike. They're calling it a sympathy strike because it's really the mental health care workers, nurses, that went out on a strike because um, Kaiser, being this multi-million dollar corporation, um, definitely not a nonprofit, mm-hmm. is being hell of cheap, and they don't have enough mental health care workers. Right now, if you call in, you're getting an appointment in six to eight weeks, and they're trying to actually force you into group therapy. A lot of See, people don't want to do fucking group therapy. Probably because that's more cost effective for them exactly. to just bunch people up. Then they I've don't have to so hire so many. So complaints many. about Kaiser's mental health. So many fucking complaints. It used to this be really good back in the day. Me. Back when I had Kaiser, that's where I first got treatment for any mm-hmm. type of problems. And they used to have this huge facility on Broadway in Oakland. It was all mental health. It was great. It was hella beautiful and shit. They had a big-ass garden and mm-hmm. stuff. And they closed it. And then I heard it just went downhill. I've heard nothing but, but complaints ever since about Kaiser. And my mom was telling me that it, it's, you know, it's a multifaceted issue where they're not hiring enough workers, but there's also not enough mental health care workers in the Bay Area because it's so expensive to live here. But what Kaiser's done in the past is they've done supplemental housing to, mm-hmm. you know, entice Just like the people. other emergency rooms. When right. I go to emergency... Um, when I was at John Muir recently, the guy that saw me, when, the nurse, he was from Dallas. Was he a traveling nurse? Yeah. And he was like, we all are. And so right. I know they do that, but obviously mental health ain't enough of a concern right. for them to pay for them to come through. Right. <clears throat> and so they're not doing that. And so who's going to suffer in the long run is the patients. Like always. And so hopefully they fucking get it together. The only the only way you can get a quick appointment and it's not even an appointment is if you walk in as an emergency. Then they'll see And then you. they'll probably just try to get you stable. Yeah. And send you home. Or for tell you to go to a group. Weeks. And me personally, I don't want to tell my I mean I will, but mm-hmm. that's not my first choice. Right. I, I don't want to I also don't I wanna work up to that point. I don't wanna start out in a group. Especially if I've never gotten any help for this before. Right. You know what I mean? That right. don't even make fucking sense. And I want People I want are to already be the focus of your time and to your start energy. out especially. Like who starts out in a group? Like you're already apprehensive about getting treatment and like 
you know, most people don't even feel good about doing this in the first place, but you're going to throw me in a group? Especially those no. that are naturally introverts. Mm-hmm. I know people that would just sit at home and suffer, and if that was their uh, only choice. Yeah, I'm one of them. You know, so Mm-mm. they better get it together before they have lawsuits on their hands. And my, my mom, fuck, I didn't even tell you this, but my mom told me in the last six months, mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure you can look this up, I didn't get a chance, but in the last six months in Northern California, they have had five people commit suicide off of Kaiser buildings. And I said, workers oh or patients? And my mom said, I'm not sure if it, it's a mixture of both, but they've had five in the last six months. That's huge. That's a lot. To jump off a Kaiser facility and kill themselves. Kaiser's only in California, right? No. When I went to Georgia, um, like, 15 years ago, there was a Kaiser out there. Oh, really? Yeah, they I have them in they... Hawaii. Oh, I didn't know that. But they're weird. It's not linked. Like, if you go to Southern California, they would give you a new MR, a medical record number. It's weird. Even though you're still in the state? Yeah, it's weird. Hmm. Because when my mom and Tony went down there, he got a new MR number. Wow. And when I was in Georgia, they gave me a new MR number. Same for Hawaii. But five in the last six months, just in Northern California. That's a lot. And, you know, you don't see that in the news. And it's like, Hell no. you wouldn't hear about it otherwise. You know, Kaiser's probably like, uh-uh, keep it hush. Hell keep it yeah. Hush. There's been so many complaints. I know people personally that have had bad experiences, and I just tell them, like, keep trying. You know what I mean? Don't give up. Like, it's important enough that you should keep trying. But it sucks because if you have Kaiser, you have to go through them. You can't otherwise. You, no. You can't. You have to pay out of through insurance. Yeah. And that sucks. You have to really um, advocate advocate for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. And, and sometimes it's hard. I was just going to say, and half the time, who has the energy to do that if you're already having a crisis or, you know, an issue that you want to be seen for? We should find out, because um, I know there's apps now where you could chat with a therapist. Yeah. Shit like that. And um, you pay a flat fee. And I know they do sliding scale stuff. I've heard about it, like... There was commercials for it on, I want to say, maybe the Case File podcast. They did a commercial about it. I think you're right. And um, I was just thinking that's really good for people that don't have coverage um, to get help. And, like, also to be able to text someone. um, We'll have the information for you next week. Yeah. We're going to look at it. That's more comfortable probably than talking to someone right away if if you're already kind of, you know, not comfortable with the idea or whatever. But I remember them saying you could switch therapists as much as you want and it won't affect your fee. Also, that's so if you don't big. vibe, yeah. So if you don't vibe with someone, you could always request as many as you want until you get someone that you're cool with talking that's to. That's really big. I had one that I wasn't cool with before, and I was like, I'm not coming back until you switch it. Yeah, it was a guy, and he would just sit there and fucking stare at me. Yeah, that was really a turn off for sure. Big I, one. I wouldn't be turned on either. Stupid bitch. <laughs> It wasn't. I was just like, are you okay? Um, do you want to talk real quick about Centoya Brown in the news? Yeah, we can talk about that for sure. She just got like 55 years. They were trying to get her case like, what? No, no so, so she oh, can't yeah. even, she's not even eligible for parole until 51 years. Yeah. So here's my thing. 
I watched the documentary and shit. I know her story. I'm real familiar with it. Um, I haven't watched it yet. She's guilty. You know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, the headlines are kind of fucked up because they're calling her a slick, a sex slave and all this shit. It, it, the headlines make it sound like she killed someone like who was she holding was being, her captive. Yeah, it makes her sound like she was being held captive and being um, sold to men. And that wasn't the case. Um, and they keep she calling her a prostituting, child. right? She was a hoe. She was 16, right? Yeah. She was a hoe. She had a pimp. And, like, in the documentary, she describes their relationship and shit. And, like, he was leaving her all the time. She wasn't being held against her will. She was working. And it's, like, coming from someone that is in this line of work and knows so many fucking people in this line of work that got started around that age, you know what I mean? Like, it's not the most favorable Excuse it me. sounds like maybe she was groomed and kind of everybody failed her as a kid. Well, yeah, and I mean, that's just in her area and shit. She comes from a poor area, and it's just like, that's what was going on. She she was using drugs. It's a really sad story. It is, but people have gone through worse, and it's not an excuse to go and shoot tricks in the head with a shotgun. I don't think she should so have done that. She fucking wasn't. I do feel she bad. She wasn't, um... He wasn't confrontational. He wasn't threatening her. He His mannerisms weren't threatening to her. None of that. And I think her explaining all that is what ended up getting her so much time because, you know, it made me sympathize with the trick. Like, I know so many cool-ass clients that just want some company or whatever, and it's like, you know, she was a teenager, but... I feel bad about that part. I just feel like she was failed by many people, and it's almost like... Where she grew up, her situation, her life, her yeah, her but it was still her choice. You know what I'm saying? You know? She could have walked away and not done it. So um, her, you're right. She could have not shot the guy. I'm just saying. No, I, I mean she could have not been hoeing. She wasn't being held captive. She was alone all the time. She could have bounced, and her family wanted her at home. So she wasn't being held by a pimp and like forced to work. She was working because she wanted to. So like, you don't have to be a hoe. You, people have troubles all the time, and, like, if they're on their own, whatever, they go get jobs at McDonald's or some shit. You didn't have to be a fucking hoe. I think that's what she knew. Okay. But it's like, you know, if you're having issues, she was also high when it happened on some drugs, shit like that. Um, and a lot I just of shit played like, a part. Yeah, I, I think she was fucking failed in a lot of ways. Nobody guided her, you know, and I think that... You know, you say she wanted to do that, but it's kind of like the 16-year-old that wants to date the fucking 28-year-old guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's like she was doing it. For whatever reason, she was doing it. So it's like she had a choice. I, I just, when you watch it, I started out when I read the headlines and shit, of course, feeling really sorry for her. And she looks really young because they put her hair in, in two braids when she went to court a few times and shit. And it makes you really feel sorry for her. And, and then it's like you, you hear the story and how it went and all that shit. And it's like, hold up, like, you snapped or whatever, but, like, you killed an innocent man. Like, you shouldn't have fucking done that. No, I definitely feel like there's consequences for actions, and you can't just fucking murder somebody, no. you like, know? like, what if that was my son or somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was somebody's relative, and he didn't, like, beat her ass or no shit. He wasn't aggressive, like I said, like... Did he know she was a kid? Not that it makes a difference, I but did she know? I don't remember. I don't re I want to say she saw him before. Um, but I don't remember if he knew her age or not. I know he was, like, about to go to sleep. I feel like all adults in her lives are pieces of shit. I mean, that's, yeah, all the time, but... 
for sure. And I de- but 51 years, that's ridiculous. Maybe give her fucking 10. I don't you know. Give her whatever the if standard is for a girl. murder. For a murder, give her whatever the standard is for a murder where you live. Like here, you would probably get like 10 years. Give her, you know what I'm saying? If you were in California, you would get about 10. Give her that. Like, I think if she looked like me, she wouldn't have got 51 years. Yeah. A little blonde white girl. Yeah. Well, for sure not. She probably would have got probation, but um, since she did do it, you know what I'm saying? She should have shot her fucking pimp or whatever. Fucking, I, she, it sounds like she had a mental break. Like she just couldn't take it anymore. And her, you know, her brain ain't even done developing yet at fucking 16 years old. I don't. I just look at it from being a lost girl at that age, and I would never have shot anybody. Just you know, right. I would never have taken anybody's life. I look at it life. For, as being a sex worker. And, like, you just, if someone's cool with you and looking out, giving you money. You kind of shot the they're wrong not person. Be, yeah, like, shoot somebody that fucked you over then. You know what I'm saying? Don't shoot the innocent John. Like, you don't fucking, I don't feel sorry for her. Oh, so, I, I, what really I do, I feel, I feel bad that she got 55 years or whatever. I don't feel bad that she got time, though, because she did it. So, like, give her a, a better sentence. That's all. Yeah, no, they really, wasn't it in the South? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forget where. But, that's why. But, yeah. That's why they fucking were like, throw the. Was it a white man she killed? Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. That's exactly yeah, why. I'm sure all that definitely played a part. That's exactly why they fucking. Hopefully, the Innocence Project, or what is that project where they go through the people that are working with Steve Avery right now on making a murder? Uh, you know, when they reevaluate their cases mm-hmm. and stuff, yeah. And they can get them less time. I want to or... say, like, Kim Kardashian, I, I mean, as much of a joke as she is, I think she even she stepped up. She got that up. other lady from Yeah, she, she stepped into this one, because I first heard about this, like, two years ago. Well, good, maybe and, um, she can fucking yeah, help she her. Yeah, was, she's one of the people that played a part in, like, getting it reviewed and shit, because I think they were trying to give her life at first. They were. Yeah. I read that. That was when I first read. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to go watch the documentary. I just haven't. I've been stuck on another show. Um, what else do I have in here? So sad. Oh, I wanted to say on Instagram, there's a company. The name is Beauty Hustle Hair Company. Beauty Hustle Hair Co. And um, they're giving away free wigs to kids of color that have lost their hair to chemo. Which that is like a really so good happy. thing. Yeah, they're like handmade, like really nice quality um, wigs, and I thought that was really good that they're they're giving them away. I think they already gave away two, and I think there's like four left. So if anybody out there um, is in need or knows someone, my godmama was taking care of a little girl that lost all her hair, and I, I tried to call her yesterday to ask her if she's still in contact with that family, Aww. but um, I'm not sure, but I'm going to find out. Cause I should I tell my was, mom. Yeah, that's so good. I love that. I love so, that. Um, yeah, again, the name is Beauty Hustle Hair Co. on Instagram. Spread the word. Um, I love that. What else? <laughs> so, you want to talk about perfect relationships? Or the lack thereof? I do. Because let me start out by saying no one has a perfect relationship. And um, if we ever come across that way um, on the show, it's just because we don't probably want to talk about bad things and upset ourselves. Like, no one wants to discuss, like, arguments or, you know, like, 
right. drama. I don't know. It's a downer. So it's like, I don't really, not that we don't talk about the bad, but I like to talk about the bad, like, that'll help. Well, I guess relationship stuff could help other people in, like, talking about communicating and stuff. We just yeah. don't talk about it. We haven't talked about it yet. So it's like, um, apparently that came across, like, and also, we, I just want to say, we welcome all feedback. And so if there's ever any questions or anything, we, we did get some feedback. And um, they just wanted to know, like, what was it? Was it, like, a question? It, just, it was more just, like, we noticed that you guys don't talk about anything bad in your relationships. And, like, that's nice if it's really like that. But it just doesn't seem realistic. And it's true because we do have issues in our relationships from time to time. Um, Over, so, I have a really good marriage. I have a really good marriage. Um Mark and you I, make that clear. <laughs> Mark and I, but we're not perfect, and we do have areas that we struggle with sometimes. And yeah. you know, one of them is um, Mark has like a hair trigger temper. You know, everything there's so everything that pisses him off, it's like zero to one hundred. There's not different yeah, levels. Yeah, there's no buildup. You know, or like. Leaving a dirty dish in the sink gets the same yelling as fucking king his car. You know what I mean? There's no, <laughs> you know, if he's mad, he fucking gets mad. And so yeah. he's gotten so much better over the years. However, it's something we still deal with, you know, from yeah. time to time. And I've had to tell him, you can't do that. Right. Especially because of my PTSD. And that's the main reason. Mark's never, like, violent. He's never been abusive. He's not—he's just not built like that. But he has a really deep voice, and when that he yells— That can be triggering. It's very sure. triggering to me. So whereas someone else probably would be like, oh, Mark's yelling, it, mm -hmm. it makes me feel like I want to throw up immediately. Mm -hmm. Even when it's not directed toward me, yeah. it makes me feel— like because you feel that tension exactly. Yeah, I know it that makes feeling. me feel hella sick. Mm -hmm. So that's something we've worked on over the years, and he's come fucking miles because it used to be he used to not care. He used to say, "Well, that's how I am. You have to deal with it." And over the you know, I've gotten him to understand like it doesn't work like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. You have to understand like this is why I feel like this. This is why you can't be like that. Not only that, we're raising girls. We're raising mm -hmm. women. Do you want them to think it's acceptable for their man to yell at them because yeah. they left a dirty dish in the sink? That's not they yeah. they're kids, but you don't deal with them like that. You need to talk that's to where them. You learn shit is when you're exactly. a kid. Exactly. Yeah. They need to be talked to like the same way you would talk to me, you mm -hmm. know, or your coworker. Just because they're children doesn't mean you get to lash out like that. Yeah, that's very true. You know, so you know we have that and. uh you know, little shit here and there, like, you know, little shit we do gets on each other's nerves. Like, I have a bad habit of leaving clean clothes in the dryer, and Mark leaves fucking black sock lint all over the carpets. But, you know, <laughs> we've never had—we've always had a really solid foundation that's never—trust has never been fucked with. And so I think that's why we're able to work on anything else. Yeah. Anything that would come Communication up in Communication is really good. I think you guys are good yes. about that. Um, yeah. That's something that I've been trying to work on more in my You've relationship. You've gotten way better. Because, yeah, I don't—no one ever really communicated with me that much, I want to say, when right. I was, like, in relationships before and in my family and stuff like that. It's kind of like if we had an issue— it, we would wait until it died down, and then we would just move on from it. And you can't—it's like constant—you can't constantly do that because, up. yeah, and it's not healed. It's no. not something that's resolved. Right. So 
that's all I was ever taught. So it's like now that I'm older and I'm in a relationship that I want to work, um, I'm having to learn how to communicate with somebody and like in a non-confrontational um, way. Not I'm a very you are. yeah. I'm a very confrontation. I come across that way, and I, I really just am that way, aggressive and confrontational. But I'm with somebody now that I just don't ever want to be that way with. You know what you don't I mean? Want to disrespect like, them. Yeah, like I respect this person. Like in the past, I didn't give a fuck. I'd just be like, "Hey, bitch, like <laughs> right, check it out. You're right, fucking up." You know right. what I'm saying? And it was, you know, and that's probably why those relationships didn't work out. But right. um, now it's like I'm with somebody that I respect so much that it's like I'm. I try to be more aware of like things I'm doing and like, you know, just like stuff I can do to help the situation when we do have little hiccups and um for the most part I think it's good because like we don't argue um we get we have gotten mad at each other and we'll like not talk for a few days but there's when no we get mad at each other we've never called each other a never. name like I've set standards with this relationship yeah. that I won't cross because I just know how shit ended up in the past yeah. like we've never called each other a name and that's just not something we do and I just feel like if we go there you can't erase it you, you know what can't. I mean you, so I've and made, it changes the dynamic it does it does so I've changed I've set all these little rules in my head that I've also like made him aware of like oh we're not doing that like we'll joke around or something but to be mad at each other and do that like we don't do that so um while we do have arguments and shit like I said sometimes we'll not talk for a few days like give a cooling off period and right. stuff and figure shit out but um you know it, it ain't no, been no serious shit and this is somebody I've been with for almost three years so that's something else I've learned over the years is that when one person is mad don't talk about don't try to pick apart that issue as much as it might drive you fucking nuts at that mm -hmm. moment you wait till everybody's calm because shit gets said in the heat of the moment that yeah. isn't that you don't yeah. mean that you can't take and back. I know myself and I'm I used to be really fucking bad about that so yeah. now I try to just like calm all the way down before I try to talk about anything that bothers me or any concerns or whatever that I feel like I could um, lash out about. I just want to make sure that I don't. So I just give myself that time or like give him time or whatever. Right. To chill, you know? Issues but, need to be dealt with logically, not and emotionally. More, uh, and more adult like. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like we're not fucking kids no more. So no. it's like. I don't want to be, like, trying to cuss somebody out and shit. I don't think that's cute. Like, I don't have no desire to, like, cuss out my partner or, like, you know, just act wild like I used to. No, I would never, no. you know, I would never, ever intentionally hurt my husband's feelings. I would never do anything to intentionally... Yeah. Whereas, it's crazy, because back him. in the day, that was me. Like, I'm trying to tear you down. Like, right. your fucking ego or whatever. Like, and that's just also part of my dominant side, trying to, like, be dominant in the relationship. I kind of let that go a lot, too. Respect is a big, it's a big thing, and communication's a big thing. Um, like, if Mark does something to piss me off, or even if he says something that's incorrect, I won't, like, if he's around his friends, I won't correct him or call him out. I'll wait until afterward, and then I'll talk that's to him. That's a good girl. I never want to emasculate him. I yeah. never want him to feel like a piece of shit. I never, I never, you know, I just yeah. never, I never want to make him feel like that. I just try to treat whoever I'm dealing with in a way that I know I want to be treated and give yeah. them that same respect. And don't get me wrong, sometimes I slip, you know? Sometimes I do. I'm not perfect. But I'm a lot better, and I've come a long way from what I used to be in a I destroyed a pair of Jordans because... before. Did you really? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yes, I have. Because <laughs> Mark was drunk. This is years ago. This is years ago. This is... I think after this is when... I told him, if you can't control your fucking temper, 
go to your dad's? I made him go to his dad's for a week because yeah. I was like, you you can't you can't do this. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You're a great fucking man. I didn't you're know a wonderful you, uh, husband. Destroy. And he's big on shoes, you guys. You so guys that's don't even like... know. Like he don't wear his fucking Jordans to drive. I mean, he has like hundreds fucking stacked in boxes with the same mm-hmm. inserts. It's ridiculous. It's disgusting, actually. But that's how my that's dude his is. Thing. But I think it's cute. But you know, he was drunk. This is when my grandmother was alive, so this is years ago. And he wanted to argue, and I didn't want to argue. So I left the house, and then I got my brother calling me. I got Mark's friend calling me, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I guess Mark was just fucking pissed off at home. Uh-huh. And I came home, and he still wanted to poke, poke, poke me, and I'm I'm very patient. That's one virtue I have is I'm super patient. I don't get mad easily. I'm very chill, but you keep poking, you keep poking, and when I fucking snap, I'm gonna burn this fucking house down. So that's why I don't want to be mad. And he kept poking and poking, and bitch, I, I don't even know what Jordans they were. He still has them, and when he pulls them out of the box, he goes, remember these? Shut up. I grabbed, <laughs> I grabbed it. Mm-mm. And you know how some Jordans have that, like, plastic, um, net-looking part on the side. Uh-huh. I, I think threes have that. I fucking snapped him off and threw it at the wall, and I was like, are you going to keep fucking playing with me? You turned into Richard. I turned into Richard. Bitch, and I, like okay. the Hulk. That's why I don't like to get mad, and so that was probably the last... I can't even imagine last, you doing that. That was the last big argument we had, and that was probably, like, seven years, six years. No, oh it was about God. five or six years ago. But, yeah, that, it wasn't in front of the kids and shit, though. That's fucking hilarious. I know, because I you you would never, no. never, I don't do shit like that. I could see you just getting mad and going to smoke and not talking. You know what I mean? Like, giving the silence. That's what I was while. trying to do. So after that, like, he learns, like, okay, maybe I can't behave like this, you know? And yeah. Granted, I'm, <laughs> we're not perfect, but overall we do have good relationships that we do yeah. our best to And it's nourish. taken a lot to get here. Like, um... Like I said, I've been in, like, shitty relationships and stuff. Um, Somebody else asked, how do you have the courage to date after an abusive relationship? And um, I've been in an abusive relationship. I've been in verbally abusive relationships in the past, and I was in a physically um, abusive relationship, too, in the past. And um, I used to have this theory, like, if you—the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody (laughs) else. (laughs) So, like— It is a good— it's a good distraction for it yourself. Is. And so in some ways, that is a good thing. But one thing I got to point out is not having the intention to have a relationship. I was when just going to say that. that. Like, that's not what you want to do. Like, no, I'm have talking fun. about, yeah, have some fun. That's a good way to get over yeah. somebody and um, create a distraction and like a friendship. And then, you know, your mind is off whatever was hurting yep. you and that you're trying to get past. You definitely um, have to heal yourself. But before you, yeah, before you ever try to start a new relationship, you have to heal. Yeah. And you have to get your confidence up hella high and you have to just do whatever it takes to get your mind right before. Because you don't want to carry none of that into your new relationship. You have to acknowledge and work on fixing the issues that were caused by trauma or, you know, what in whatever part of your life. Yeah. And that's what Well, yeah, before anything. you try to have something with somebody else, like if you're broken, you're no good to... Right. And if you try to force it, which I've tried before, it just doesn't work. And I think that when you start dating somebody new, you need to... Definitely not on the first date. But, you know, but once you... Fuck? 
No, bitch. Oh, I was, was going to say, say, yes, you do. Well, I'm all for fucking on the first date. Duh, that's tryouts. Definitely. Are you kidding? That's she, your audition. You already know how you I landed Mark, bitch, so. You better fucking make it. This your only shot. No, I was going to, I can't even fucking remember what I was going to say, you dumb asshole. Uh, uh, no, I was going to say definitely lay out things that are triggering to, to you, um, you know, things Before that, going into a new relationship. Yeah, before yeah. getting serious. Definitely let's this person that you are, you know, wanting to build something with. Take it slow. Do. As fucking possible. As possible. Especially if you're coming out of something Be that you're calling. Be super honest. Abu- excuse me, that you're calling abusive. Either way, verbal or, because sometimes verbal is worse than physical. Mental. Um, yeah, so, like, just give yourself time, like, slow as possible before you even consider a fucking relationship again. Right. And Just, just have fuck buddies, and, like, and friends. Yeah, and when you do, just be honest and let, you yeah. know, your partner know. And definitely know. let them know, like, hey, I've been through some shit, heads up. This you know? is something I'm not tolerating, not tolerating. This yeah. is hella triggering to me. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I think the more honest you are, you know. And communicate. Yeah, you can't. People aren't mind readers and stuff. I learned that the hard way because I just expect people to know with me. But oh, I used to get mad. Yeah. Like, how dare like, you, you not know? you should have fucking known. Yeah, how dare you not know what's going to set me off? You really and, don't like... know me. You don't know me and you don't <laughs> love me. Who are you? Because Who you are didn't you? know. Yeah, you're right. So just communicate. It's not fair to other people that you're no. dealing with to, to not give them a heads up, you know? It's not at all. Um, did we talk about losing our virginities? No. <laughs> Uh, with emphasis, too. They put a fucking exclamation mark. Like, definitely talk about that. Oh, God. I'll start. You can um, start. Because it's just... You lost yours after me. And I think it was the best way. Like, I was, uh, you know, uh, in my late teens. I still remember. And um, one day I just kind of, I liked this guy. We were not together in any way. We just kind of liked each other and we flirted. And, like, um... I was just thinking to myself, like, I'm going to do it. Like, okay, I made my mind up, and I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to so give him my V card. I just did it, and um, I didn't have any emotional attachment to this person. So I feel like, honestly, that was the best way because I got it over with, and I just remember having friends and stuff that, like, cried over boys and were like, but he was my first, and they just tried so hard. Like, they, they really thought they were going to be with I'm that so person forever that and shit. Like, either. Yeah, I didn't have no emotional attachment at all. I just got that shit over with and kept it moving, and it was, like, it was good that way. That's I didn't, I didn't have was. that brokenhearted shit, you I know? didn't even like the guy I lost it to, and the fucked up yeah, thing is I either. only lost it. I mean, I did, it. but... I only lost it. God, this is how lost I was. It's really sad. But I only lost it because my friend at the time was in the next room banging a dude. And I was like, well, I'm feeling a little left out. Okay, I'll do it. And That's I remember. That's sad. That's like, let me see what this is about. It was horrible. It hurt. It fucking wasn't fun. I remember it not I being um, enjoyable. The, I mean, not. the kissing part was enjoyable, but the actual virginity part was, was not, not enjoyable. At Luckily, all. it was not a long thing. Yeah, thank God um, it wasn't. And it was just over with. So, yeah. But I am definitely glad there was no emotional attachment because yeah. I didn't feel sad or Exactly. Oh god. And I, I know so me. many people that did I never wanted and they to were see just him again. <laughs> yeah, like whatever, bye. You know, and I still liked the person. I think I kept talking to him for some months after and then when we we just got sick of each other or whatever and just stopped talking like and I probably got a boyfriend or whatever and moved on, you it's know. It's all funny. I hella remember. Yeah. But I just remember it being a huge relief when I I finally got it over with, and I was just like, okay, that's done. I like, remember thinking this is what everyone's fucking so psyched about. Like, 
Well, I knew I knew it wasn't going to be enjoyable the first time. Like I knew it was going to hurt. I didn't. Everyone made it sound like it was so like you were going to come the first time. I don't know. No, I didn't even have that expectation. I was like, I I know this is going to be painful. That's all I knew is that it was going to be painful. I'd rather be smoking cigarettes. I'd rather (laughs) be smoking weed than fuck this. But thank God there was no crying over. Yeah. I just, and you know, that's such an emotional time because you're coming into yourself, you're learning about yourself, and like you, you really, if you really like somebody. I'm glad I didn't you, love myself enough to hold on to it. <laughs> yeah, fuck all that. We threw that shit in the wind. Take this shit. Take it, I let's don't go. Want What's it. next? I'm right. gonna start stripping. Right. <laughs> Instantly. Next month, I'm a stripper. I think right. I was already a stripper. No, it was after. Was it? Yeah, it was, it was a- shortly it was early after. after. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to take my clothes off all the time, and I'm going to get paid for it now. <laughs> Fuck it. That shit was a breeze. <laughs> it was your fucking gateway. You know gateway what's drug. wild that I think about is when I started stripping, okay, me and my girlfriends that I started with, they were a little bit older than me, and they took me to, like, Town Photo in Oakland, and we took these pictures. I still have it. In lingerie. I still have I, it. You know what? I had the whole, like, the package, and I gave it to Candy one time. Like, hide this somewhere so, like, it doesn't surface. You know, like, hide these. I don't want to put them in my room even. They I were fucking want... photo mart girl. slut pics. Girl. They had, like, the soft focus filter yes. on them and shit. Remember we took so many pictures so, there? So, yes. So, and they had one on the wall so you could go and look at everything. With your asses. Girl. So, we took these pictures. We all had a different color on. I think I had on black, of course. It was. And, um... We took these one-hour photo pictures in lingerie, bitch. And I was, like, 17, and... Karen's had the fur fucking on yes, the top. Yes. I hella remember. And um, we fucking took these pictures and started stripping, right? Oh, okay, I, was, I got lost for a minute. Like, why did I bring up the pictures? Okay. Um, I had one a 5 by 7 in a frame in my room. I lived with my grandparents at the time. <laughs> I know my grandma saw they this. Saw it. They both did. And they, like, never said, hey, like, why are you why stripping? Why are your clothes off? <laughs> why are you guys in lingerie? And why are you going out at and night with a bag? School. With a duffel bag. Ooh, what are you and doing? And you're going out with them at night, and you're coming out, and then you're sleeping all day. And, like, what? You know, they knew. They fucking knew. And they never once were, like, Hey, maybe don't be a stripper. You're a teenager. I think they had had enough of our shit at that yeah, time. Probably. You guys want to know something? What this stupid bitch did before? <laughs> we fucking we went out with these guys. She snuck out. I just traped oh, all over because I probably lied and said I was going to her house. No one checked. I'm so nervous right now because there's so many stories. I don't know which one it could be. She fucking. I, she I think sneaks I out. We go out with these guys. So I went out my window. Yes, so the next morning you crawled back in your window, but you got caught, and you told— This is—no, this is what happened. I'll just tell that part. When I got back home to crawl in my window, it was closed. Okay, yeah. And I said, oh, shit, they locked the window, so they know I went out of it. So— So instantly my brain goes into activate liar. Activate (laughs) lies. So my aunt calls me all concerned, and she's like, Crystal— Crystal, Grandma had a heart attack, and I said, "What? What are you talking about?" I was living with my other grandma Who over in Richmond at the time. Yes, and she's like freaking out. She's like, "Grandma had a heart attack," and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And she was like, "Well, Maria told her grandmother that she had to leave and come over in the middle of the night to help you because Grandma had a heart attack and you didn't know what to do." <laughs> And I know I told it with a straight face. I know I didn't feel bad at all about telling that was, that type of lie. And I was like, I was like, 
no, Aunt Jojo, we snuck out. She fucking lied. She overdid it. I said, don't tell her grandma. Please don't tell her grandma. And I don't think she so did. So my grandma, being the sweet person she is, Calls called my to offer condolences out of concern. <laughs> is she okay? Maria told me she had a heart attack. Oh, my goodness. Like, I could just hear her right now. For heaven's sake. For heaven's sake. Is she okay? Oh, my gosh. I'm glad Maria was able to come out in the middle of the night and help. Out her window. At I'm glad she didn't go out the front door like a normal person. I'm glad at 15 and a half she was able to give good medical advice to right. Bristol. Seriously? <laughs> like, why would I go out my window why if would it was I an not emergency? Know to call 911? And why would you call me? Because I'm a doctor. Because <laughs> you've <laughs> always why. been a doctor. Because I've always been a motherfucking doctor. Do you see what I mean here? It's a pattern. It's a pattern. But, like, Grandma, if there was a family emergency like that, why would I go out the window and leave the window cracked right. for me to crawl back in it? I was being a whore. Like... <laughs> Knock it off. Look at the picture by the but TV. But I'm so convincing and manipulative. You are. I had her scared because your grandma had cardiac arrest. You fucking crazy bitch. What the fuck? That was fucking funny. I thought I mean, you were going to tell. I mean, it wasn't, but it's funny now. I thought you were going to tell the story because I have that on here. Me bullying our male friends, breaking in their house, friendly car theft. You're a horrible <laughs> human, and let me tell you, people used to, when she would be doing these horrible things to these guys, and it was guys, like guy friends, and yeah. like when we were teenagers, they would look at me like and say, like, can you get your friend? Or they would look at me Crystal, like, help, and Crystal's, I would be like, you know how she is. Like, the I'm only, not doing the anything. The most vivid memory of Crystal I have growing up is her throwing her hands up and saying, what do you guys want me to do? And she said this a million times to guys, to girls, to parents. To who, her grandma, whoever, what do you throwing guys up want her me to arms do? and saying, what do you guys think I'm going to do? What can I do? You guys know how she is, and you keep putting yourselves and around And you're letting her. me. You guys are letting me do whatever I wanted. We had friends that had cars. There's, me and her didn't have cars. Yeah, there's this one time... This dude, we were in front of my grandmother's house, and he had given us a ride from somewhere. He was nice enough to give us a ride from somewhere, and he had like a. Because I'm sure we called him just to get a ride. Probably we weren't hanging out. You did, and you would you were dick teeth. You would make people think that you were interested in them for rides, and. This finessing started at a young age. <laughs> so we were in front of my house, and the guy had got out of his... Maria was, like, wanting to go get something to eat, and he was like, no, I got to go, I got to go. And it was a two-door, and I was in the back seat. So and you're not telling me no. And like... Maria got out the front seat, and the dude got out to let me out, and this bitch Maria goes and jumps in the fucking driver's seat and is like, well, I'm going. And it was a stick shift, and we made it down the fucking hill, like, two Mind blocks. Mind you, I didn't know how to drive a stick shift, but I said, fuck it, we out. And I fucking took Coasted it. down the fucking hill until we stalled out in the apartment complex down the street, and I remember him running down the street, and he probably called her a fucking bitch and some more shit. And then I probably tried to fight it. That's exactly what happened, but she fucking took his car. And you were in the back. And I'm stuck in the back and I, everyone always used to look to me to help them and I'd be like you guys do this to yourselves like you know stop picking just her up just take her to get fucking food god damn it <laughs> she won't steal your car she'll leave you alone 
<laughs> like, stop picking me up, though. If I'm such a stop problem, it. I don't believe that I was such a problem because you're, you guys keep you're enabling me. You keep picking me you up. You probably kept making. Them we had think a friend they were named something out of it. Probably, but we had uh, not with a lot of them because Jeff. I wasn't no, making Jeff didn't. think that I anything. No, 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 not him. We not had at one. All. I would call him at work. I knew what time he got off work. I would. He worked at the mall. I would wait for him to get off, and I had he all gave the us plans rides everywhere. He was so nice. I had all the plans of everywhere I wanted to go as soon as he got <laughs> off work. I had his day planned, and he did it. So he had his little red car, and he would fucking drive. And then he, he had, had a white music. one. He had music in it, right? Mm-hmm. He would drive us fucking everywhere, and it got to the point. Back then, we were stealing Calvin Klein pajamas, so we gave him boxers and. <laughs> we shit. gave him merchandise from Macy's because yeah. we were stealing a lot back then. And thousands of dollars. We fucking um it got to the point I overdid it and I think I I might have ruined our line because no, she did. When I was in high school, like I remember I, some of my friends from Richmond High, we were going to fight some girls in Pinal. And we got a ride out there. It was hell of us. And the girls were talking all this shit on the phone and they wouldn't come outside. And so we stayed outside for hell along and then finally we were like, fuck it, they're gonna call the police. We gotta leave. So somehow I was like, you know what? We could go to my friend's house. Fuck it. So we go to this friend's house, one of the boys that I was bullying, my personal driver. We get to his house, nobody's there. So I break in. I break in his kitchen. This is his mother's house, by the way. This is not his house. This is his mother's house. No, we're in high school. I break in his mother's kitchen, and I let everybody in. And I'm like, just come in. And then I call him at work, and I'm like, he answers. And I'm like, where the fuck are you at? Like, I didn't even think you were at work today. We're at your house. And he was like, what? How did you get? And, like, I'm just thinking back now, like, his mom could have came home. Bitch, and you were in his house. With hella girls from Richmond High. Come home and drive me. Yeah, drive all of us, because now we all have no ride, and we all have to get a ride back to Richmond. dependent on you, because I broke in, and we're all on your couch. Yeah, and you're at work, and don't know what to do, because we're all in your house. The worst part is, she probably didn't even think twice about doing it. She probably thought it in her head, and was like, well, this is what we're going to do. And I'll get us in. Don't trip. Nobody's here. That's not a problem. I'm breaking in. But around the same time, there was another dude that really liked her from the same group that really liked her. And he fucking showed up with 12 dozen red roses for her. And she got hell of mad and talked hell of shit. Not 12 dozen. Oh, a dozen. Sorry. But he walked across the street with them. And he, and had he was hella movie. smiling. This was like in front of other friends. He was all proud. He had a really big smile on his face. And I just remember getting so fucking mad. Like, bitch, why do you have flowers? And why would you give them to me? Why would you? You fucking. Now I don't like you. Why <laughs> would you? are really a nice guy, so I hate you. Now I don't fucking like you, because that is the worst. <laughs> and I was always guilty by association. Oh, Everybody would look at me like, what? Like, we why were are so you with opposite. her? Why are you with her? I'm like, she's really funny. She's a great fucking time. That's she why. really is. <laughs> she's fucking awesome. She gets us rides everywhere. Right. We never get in trouble. We're in these dangerous situations, <laughs> but we always end out fine. God damn it. So, you guys yeah, have no like, idea of the little monster she was. Oh, God. Terrorizer. Hellraiser. <laughs> yeah. Threatening people's parents. Like, I'm not going to say no names, but, like, there was a girl. There were a few girls. Like, it was just, I don't know. I had Can a really good. tell them the story you told me the other day of what you did to your dad when he pissed you off? Oh, my God. This that was fucking hilarious. So my dad would do fucked up shit, and, like, I just remember him taking me to the mall and would have me, like, I tried on shoes and shit, and he would act like he was going to get them for me, and then he wouldn't. And so he he had already been doing this sometimes. So um, I was in high school, and I remember—I don't even know if I had a license yet because his ass was letting me drive when I was a little-ass kid. 
but he was going to, it was one of the times he was going to get me a car. And I know I had a job, at least one at the time. And um, he took me out to like Albany to this old lady's house. And um, she was, he was such a psycho. Let me just say this. I know he met her or saw the car because he had so many fucking cars that he couldn't park them at his trailer. He had like trucks, motorcycles, hella fucking cars. He would go and park them on the street in Albany and El Cerrito and like leave them out there because those were safer neighborhoods. So I know that's how he stumbled upon this old ass lady in Albany. And he took me to her house and she had like a clean ass little Honda Accord for sale and she only wanted like a thousand dollars and he showed it to me he had me get in it i think he even had me drive it and such fucked on up like a, mental <sighs> just a, he's that's really yeah, fucking abusive on like a saturday morning got me up took me out there all this shit had me meet the lady everything and he was telling me he was gonna get it for me so that's why the fuck we were there and so then he starts haggling with the lady and this car was so fucking nice and it was definitely she was the only owner it was worth way more than what the fuck she was asking but him being him he starts trying to haggle with her and he's like well let me just give you 500 for it such an asshole and she's like no like i'm already giving you a great price you know this car is worth more than that even back then like no so i'm telling him don't do this like i could already see where this is going and i'm like (laughs) don't do this right now don't do this so he's haggling he's telling me shut the fuck up he's fucking dealing with her she's saying no so i tell him Give her a thousand. I will give you the other five hundred. Just right. give her the thousand right now, so that we can take it. I'm not. Don't do this. No. So the motherfucker plays with me. So we go home, and he's like, "Well, I'll think about it," or whatever he said. I knew it wasn't gonna happen just because I know him. So I was so fucking mad. So I got home, and I remember I went. I was in like Brookside Liquor in San Pablo or something, <laughs> and um, they had like you know the dirty magazine section, and some of them there was hella gay magazines. So I looked at whichever ones had dicks, and I start pulling out the subscription cards. You know what I'm saying? And like one of them was called like Stud or something, and it was like all these gay porn mags. And I start flipping through them real quick because the the man would have told me get out that area. Right. And I remember grabbing them all and stuffing them in my pockets. And I got home, and I filled them all out with his name and address. And I subscribed him to all these motherfucking gay porn mags. I got the stamps from my grandma. She didn't know what I needed stamps for. Just send out I got gay stamps. fucking right. magazine I, subscriptions. I really got to go drop off these subscriptions. So I got them all stamped up and ready to go, and I went down the street to the blue mailbox, and I put them in there, and I know, and you know, when I was telling Crystal this story the other day, I was thinking, this is so fucked up, because I know how he is, and he was like paranoid, paranoid, schizophrenic, always thought his neighbors were out to get him and rob him and just fuck him over some kind of way. So he would walk outside with like gun handles showing in his pants, big, huge knife handles showing. He just always wanted to intimidate people because he felt threatened And here the comes time. the mailman with gay magazines for him. I know that the minute he saw those magazines in his mailbox, he probably <laughs> waited in the bushes for the mailman the next day. The mailman probably got knocked the fuck out the next day. I kid you not. So I was telling Crystal the story, and I, like, stopped, and I was like, I bet all anything. He terrorized the neighbors. The mailman got fucked up. Like, I know him. I know he would have fucked up the mailman. He was like, you think I'm fucking gay? You think I'm gay, bitch? You think I'm gay? Like, I know he pushed up on him. I know he would have socked him. So now I feel bad for whoever was working that route because they probably paid the price. But I for sure subscribed him to hella gay porn mags. Yeah. Okay, so on the flip side, I'm going to share another part 
of who she was. What? Oh, God, I'm nervous. No, don't. It's really good. And I'm hella nervous because I've never, ever, ever told this to anybody but close people. If my brothers are listening, shut it off. Um, I've never even... Nobody knows this, but my really close friends and my mom. When I was, like, 15, almost 16, um, I was assaulted by a stranger in San Francisco, and I was held against my will overnight. And um, I was able to get away and escape the next morning. And Marie and I were both working at Sizzler at the time. And I came into work that evening, and as soon as she saw me, she was like, bitch, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I remember I just started crying, and I told her, and she was like, did you tell? You have to go tell. And I was like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. I was going to be one of the ones that never told. And she was like, no, you have to tell. You have to tell. You have to go to the police. You have to tell. And she convinced me to call my mom. And she was like, I'll stay in clothes because I was supposed to close. And she was like, I'll close for you. I'll close for you. You have to go. And so she covered my shift and she closed the store for me. And she convinced me to press charges and to go report it. So it was hell the next few weeks. I had to do lineups and I had to um, tell every single thing. And I, um, we made it to a preliminary hearing and he was able to take a plea deal even though he had priors. And so he was able to plead and only get four years. And I remember being on the phone with the district attorney when I got the news and I remember just crying and telling them, I hope you guys are happy. He's going to do it again. He's going to do it again. And it fucked with me for a while. I saw a rape counselor for like a year. Her name was Rebecca. She was amazing. And then uh, fast forward to the year. So this happened. Oh, God, I was 15 and a half. I got married a week before my 30th birthday. Five months before I got married, I got a phone call from a number from San Francisco. And as soon as I answered, they were like, this is the cold case unit from San Francisco. And the first thing I said was, let me guess, he's done it again. And I said his name and they were like, unfortunately, yes. So what had happened was, God, he only served two and a half years for the crimes he committed against me. And then within eight months, he had assaulted another woman, but this time it had escalated and he actually held a knife to her throat when he did it. And he drug her by the neck to, um, these other in front of these other houses and so they actually were able to get him for a bunch of charges so they were calling because they needed me to testify at this new trial and um, I thought about it and I was like there's no way I wouldn't maybe he'll go away for a long time this time so, all these years later, the person that sat in the courtroom with me while I went to the second trial was Maria. Don't make me cry. We always cry. <laughs> People are like, here we go. Here we go. They're crying again. But that is another side of who she is. She's super loyal and... She does the right thing sometimes. I am. I'm a good person. Super good. And she sat in there with me. She sat in there with me when 
the motherfucker was threatening you, threatening us, threatening in me the courtroom during the second <laughs> trial, and and they made they made a shield of bailiffs around him so he couldn't see us, and she sat there with through everything. So, you know, that's another testament to who she is. So she's not just a psychotic hail racer. That's you know? true. There's so. there's a heart in there somewhere. There is, and <laughs> she's she's awesome. I'm, so. I'm happy that you told that story just because I know people need to hear that. You know what I mean? And I've never told that to anybody, but I've never told my brothers. I've, my dad doesn't know yeah. that it's, and that happened many years ago. It's, but I just, I think it's so important that people know there's certain things. I'm not no cop calling ass bitch, whatever people be saying, but there's certain things that you have to actually call someone on because especially as mothers you know what I'm saying like your whole outlook changes when you have kids and daughters and it's like that could be them you know what I mean and you would want someone to call if you if it would help save them or save your kids or you know from some shit like that you know what I mean like there are times that warrant calling the fucking police absolutely uh, but you know I've I was sexually assaulted as an adult and I didn't call the police and I didn't report it and I was actually like date raped before and I I regret it um it was a fucked up situation that I still struggle with all the time and um the details I don't want to go into right now but it was it was just a bad thing and it was as an adult and it's like you don't really know what you're gonna do until you're in the situation you you can say you would fight but here's the thing you literally and I'm not exaggerating because I've been there you have fucking a maximum of like 10 seconds to decide flight or fight yeah if, can you fight your way out of it do you have to go along do you have to comply do you have to fucking you have to decide what's best for that situation in mm-hmm. order to live and and you and you're really it's a gamble because you don't know you, you don't know what i'm know. saying if you make the wrong decision you could be costing yourself your life yep. and so when you when you know when you're in those kind of situations <clears throat> it's just like fuck like yeah, it's it's crazy. I'm just so glad that you did report that because he ended up getting... So, um, the second trial, he got 124 years, yep. no parole. And his family he will was die all, in there. Yes, thank God, because he's a piece of pure fucking shit. His family was in there talking shit. He, he was in there pointing and talking shit and, like, mocking Death us. Threats. Um, he did it the, pre- yeah. the first time around, too. He, yeah, he... Yeah. A fucking monster, but... He's, a mon- he's absolutely a monster. Thank God he'll, he'll serve the rest of his and days. And I can guarantee you... That there are more victims that have not came forward because his pattern of assault, exactly what he did to me, was exactly what he did to this other woman. Mm -hmm. And so... That's not some shit you just do and then stop. Yeah, exactly. If you're doing that, you've been doing that, and you'll continue to do that. You will. And the people that commit sexual assault, people that rape, they're not going to change. No. It's something is wrong Mm -hmm. with them. And... Those people need to be in jail. They need to be away from society. They are predators. Yeah. You know? They get something out of that. So it's like you got to just take them away. Right. Kill them. God. So Um, there's one less. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to see what I had that... Not that I want to stay on that topic, but... I don't, yeah. um, 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 You want to talk about holding grudges? Yeah, yeah, because you know what? I've become, as I've gotten older, I've gotten, 
I've always kind of been forgiving because I've always feel like I've been fucked over in my life all the time by people and by people I didn't expect. You know what I'm saying? I don't forget anything. So, no, I don't forget. Ever. Well, I do forget because I have borderline dementia. I remember for you. But, yeah, you remember for me. You do remind me if I forget. (laughs) And um, most of the time, if you did me wrong, I'll remember some shit like that. Um, But I am very forgiving, sometimes to a fault. Because sometimes I forgive the wrong people. But I think I've I've gotten better as I got older with deciding, you know, who's who deserves the forgiveness and who doesn't. Yeah. I used to be super passive when we were growing up, super passive. And now that I'm older, there's just things I won't tolerate. Yeah. No, you stand up for yourself a lot and more I now. Will. I used to get so mad yeah, at did. the fucking... Because you had some friends that would really try to play you. And I would be like, I'm going to beat the fuck out of them for real. Like, when I see them, it's on. But And you would forgive them. Yeah, would, when we were little, it was the little, most frustrating shit. It was the most frustrating... Because like, it's like, they did you wrong and you would forgive them, but I'm not forgiving them. You know what I'm saying? Right. I ain't forgot. And now that I'm older, my my, I think you tolerate less. patience for bullshit is. There's yeah. not a lot. You did of it too left. much of that early on. Yeah, I used up all. We reversed. My for, for we, sure, because I was sure. a grudge holder back in the day, and like you, you were, you'd be my enemy to the death if you crossed me back then. But now it's like, I've forgiven a lot of people that I thought I never would ever. Right. So Isn't that yeah, weird? we kind of roll reversed. That's weird. It's a good little balance, though. But, like, somebody else, like, off of that, they they were talking about the grudges and stuff, and they talked about, like, grieving people that are still alive. That grieving was for hard. People. Uh, that that shit hard. is hard. I've lost friendships, and it's, like, um, out of nowhere lost friendships that I really fucking cared about, and not even for any known reason one of them recently and yeah it's like, and it was like fuck? and I, it's an unknown reason so it was like i definitely had to grieve that person and um the way i did it i can't really give advice because it just caught me off guard and i didn't have a choice so it's like i used anger i guess to yeah, just be like that bitch be a, yeah. you fucking weak ass bitch i had to just be like we that and um, pictures yeah and it's like you know i don't it's hard because it's somebody it's a friend that i loved you know so it's like now i gotta like look at you like you're hella fucking bootsy and you're a bitch and because you hurt me now i want to damn near whoop your ass you know that's how i had to grieve and it's like but it sucks because that person is still around there's a chance i could run into that person you know what i mean and it's just weird so yeah it's been a few friendships like that though and it's just like you know, f- just disappeared out of nowhere, but it happens. It's, you know, I had, you can't really do shit. You can't. I mean, I had one major one, and it was a friend um, since third grade, and I considered her, like, my sister. And um, Yeah, she was, like, family to you. She, absolutely. I grew up in her house, vice versa. And she got hooked on some drugs and used me as a scapegoat. And... Her whole world fell apart for a few years, and um, along with that was our friendship, and I cried. I I cried worse than a breakup, you know? Like, that hurt me to my core. I sobbed. My kids cried. It was bad. It was bad, and it was for, like, some months, and then I got fucking pissed. Yeah. Like, how dare you? Anger helps. How fucking dare you? I get that you're not in your right mind, but how fucking dare you say that I did these things and you have your whole family thinking this and I would fucking never. Yeah. And so it took a few years, but eventually the truth came out. Like I said, it took her whole world falling apart, but 
This person has been clean for almost five years. She rebuilt her life. She's doing amazing. She has a great career. And we we were able to repair somewhat of that friendship. It will never go back to how it was, but mm-hmm. I love her. I'm happy she's doing really well. Um, her son actually just came over the other night and hung out with oh, Mark really? and I. Oh, really? Yeah. Good. He came over with Mark and I and spent the night with us and so hung out. So cute. I love him. Yeah. Love him. Such a great kid. And so I, I love her to death, but that period of time when that happened, I wanted to fucking kill her. It hurt. Yeah. And so it's like you have to move forward like that person died. That's and, and exactly they didn't. what it felt that's like. That's what it is. You're grieving for a living yep. fucking person. The only thing good with that is that you have drugs you could blame it on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're like right. I hate when someone fucks me over or does some shit like that and I have to walk away from them and then you don't have anything to blame it on. Like I know that was drugs that caused for all sure. that. For sure. Yeah, know? for sure. At least you had that. You right. know, because that I think that makes it a little bit easier to deal with. Because it then it's like at least there's an excuse, you know. When they're sober and, and clear-minded, like you, it's like you're. What was it? You just had a, a problem with me the whole time, we've and you been were a coward. For this like many years. Like, yeah. What the fuck? It's it's weird. It's fucking weird. If you're but, that good of friends with someone, you should be able to talk about things that are bothering you. If you do something that bothers me, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna say, hey, for sure. I didn't really like this. This was kind of fucked up. You know. Right. And, and you talk it out because you love. Like I love you like a sister. I wouldn't exactly. just cut my brother off. Right. You know. So I don't understand that. It just makes me think there was some hidden issues, so maybe there some jealousy or like, you know, something. there were some other there were some other situations with that person that made me think, okay, like you're kind of maybe jealous or like trying to be me almost. Envious, Envious yeah. Like right. there was some copying of some shit and like just weird shit that I look at now. Like, okay, those might have been signs I just Flag didn't, yeah, that I, I didn't pay attention to. Yeah, yeah for I, sure. I'm seeing some shit like that now. It's weird. But um yeah, it's that's like a common thing, you know, friendships and people aren't always in your life to stay. You know, people are some people aren't meant to yeah, be there forever. And you can't force it, you know. Um no. I've let go of a lot of people and even though some of it was sad, some of it wasn't. It was just their time, you know. Yeah. I just kinda now I'm at a point where I let people come and go as they do. Like, you know, unless it's someone I feel like I I'm not really not ready to let go of and I I don't wanna lose or some shit, like relationship-wise or something, yeah. maybe I'll fight for it. But, like, for a friendship or something, if I, if I feel like it's going downhill, I'm just letting it go. I'm just letting it go. Yeah. And anything that I feel like is not genuine me, or, yeah, not genuine, um, things that I, f- that don't go along with who I am now, I, yeah. I will just, I'll just, I'll let it go. There's no use fighting for something that, that you have to question. Exactly. Like life is too short, I think, and and also you have to value yourself enough that like you're not going to let no wishy-washy shit be around right. you. Everything around me right now has to be solid or I'm not keeping it around. Right. With the people in my life, I feel so zen-like. Like yeah. they've all been around a long time yeah. and I feel so comfortable and I trust every one of them 100%. I couldn't imagine not feeling that with somebody. Yeah. I would definitely if you have to question, shake them out. Yeah, they got to go. For sure. If you have to question loyalty, if you have to question trust, mm-hmm. those two things, and, res- and respect, like those three things. And then there's some type of friends that don't respect your boundaries. That's another one that, yeah. you know. Yeah, and, just anything that doesn't feel, if the vibe doesn't feel right, mm, or if it starts, yeah, yeah, just trust your gut and, and let it go. 
It's not worth hanging on to if it's going to damage your psyche in any way mm-hmm. or what you have going on. Um, Definitely not. Someone asked what we look for in a nail shop experience and just about, like, the history of our nails and our preferences and that type of stuff. I've been getting my nails done since I was, like, the first time I was, like, 11 or 12, and my dad had gave me birthday money. I was 8. And I went to some nail shop in El Cerrito Plaza. It was called Sarah's, I think. And I got nails, and I had never got nails before, bitch. So I had got oval. They were long (gasps) and flat. My first ones were oval. (laughs) to get yes. bitch they were oval and they were red and i went home you and my grandma sweat. my grandma was like what the fuck are Pussy. those and do they come off you know she didn't say fuck but she was like what are those and then my mom was like who took you to get those i was like in sixth grade and i remember i had never got them before and it felt so weird and i kept to go like them this off. To yeah click, and click, i was click. like wow these are fun and it was just on since then it looks then pretty when i masturbate i, I sl- <laughs> shut up bitch <laughs> When I scissor in the shower. I slowly learned how, like, what I liked. And um, I would always look for... I'm really faithful to nail shops. Like... I had one. I used to go to Hair and Nail Design in San Pablo by Wiener Schnitzel. Remember Nails R Us and El Cerrito? Yeah, they were that good. Was the they spot. did the super curve. Super they, curve. They were known and they for doing. Yes. Super curve pierced. I went there. You're right. I went there for a while. All through high school, I went to Nails R Us. Yeah. They, they specialized in the best super curve. They were the shit. And then um, I started going to the one in San Pablo, and I went to a few different ladies there. I got my mom going there. I just, like... They become my girls, you know what I mean? And, like, family. Like, it's kind of like how guys don't cheat on their barber, you know? I don't I, cheat on a hair lady, and I don't cheat on my nail yeah, guy. Yeah, I stayed with my nail lady forever. And then what made me move to where I am now, which was, like, probably 15 years ago by— No, maybe, no, probably, like, t- 10 years. I'll say 10 because Bunny's 10. But I started going to them because they were doing the fire designs. And, yeah. like, it was a little cousin that went there. And I was like, holy shit, like, where'd you go? Who did that? And it's like, whoever has the best designs, that's who's getting my money. So I went to these ladies, and I've been going there ever since. Like, I think a good 10 years. Because even when I was living in Concord, bitch, I was coming out, yeah, he- out here, and I was getting them done there. And, um, yeah. I just, um, I look for, actually, I go to a ghetto-ass salon, to be honest. They don't have spa chairs. They don't have fancy pedicure shit at all. They just have, like, these, you know, buckets that they have you put your feet in that vibrate, and they do your pedicure. But um, I have gone to a couple other places when I want to get, like, a nice pedicure. I've gone to Oasis. Yeah. Have you been there? Yeah. They have, like, fancy chairs. I went there for that, but I didn't trust them with my nails. I'm hella big on... So I've been going to the same guy. Um, I didn't have, I just recently got my nails done again probably about six months ago. And before that, it had been probably since I got married in 2011 because really? I'm a nail biter. And then I stopped oh. biting my nails and I just I didn't realize my it had been nails. that long. Yeah. And I, oh. so I just rocked my natural nails. Mm-hmm. But because I've bit, bitten them for so long and shit and they're thin. Yeah. For some reason, they always got super dirty. Yeah. I, they look like little boy hands. And I was over this early, before the summer, I was like, dude, I got to fix this. This is fucking yeah. ugly. Like, my face is pretty. My <laughs> Walking fucking around with hips, these nasty My hands. body, I, everything <laughs> looks good. My feet, I'm anal about pedicures. Yeah, you always have your and feet And then done. I have these rotten ass gardening hands. Like, we got to get it together. <laughs> so I tried this dude and I loved him. And I loved him because he is very 
OCD about his nails. Like, he picks up and checks everything. Where do you go? Um, Julie's Nails in Pinole. And this dude is. named Kevin does them. And he is, listen, he is not the personality of the year. He's really, like, he's rough rude. and abrupt. Y- yeah. You would think he's rude. But after you get to know him, he's cool as fuck. But he doesn't really As talk. long as he's on his shit, and I wouldn't And he just grabs your hand and he twists it and turns it. But he, everything is, like, perfect. And yeah. if I don't have to pick up the file and file something myself, because I will do that. I've been known I, to do that. I People do get embarrassed because I'm like, well, give me the file. My ladies know I'm OCD. I'll make them do shit over. Yes. Like, um, you know, I'll pay them extra. I'll make up, you know what I mean? I'll tell them, like. So my nails cost $22 and I tip my nail guy $10. Yeah. Just for my nails because I appreciate the fact that I don't have to tell him do this, do that. I just tell him what I want, and he fucking... I show him a picture. I'm like, this is what I want. Yeah. I like coffin-shaped nails. I I never break a nail. The acrylic's good. Mm-hmm. That's what I fucking love. Yeah. Not having to say anything. I, I check for... I need for, to super um, square them again. I hate them when they get I like get this. stiletto now, and I check for designs. Years ago, I used to get crazy, crazy, crazy-ass designs. See, my nail shop doesn't do crazy And my designs. girl would hand-paint them, and I would just come in, tell her what I wanted, describe it, sometimes show her a photo, and she would, like, paint that shit by hand. It takes forever, but it's worth it. I stopped doing that because bitches were copying my fucking nails all the time. And, you know, even some people that follow me now, it's like they act like... I either forgot or like I like but you're that's stupid. that's an issue to me. Like that bothers the fuck out of me. So I don't like being copied in any fucking way. You know, I always notice when it's being done. You're not mom, slick. My mom used to say when I was younger and we had the one friend that it's the copied me. Sincerest form of flattery. And it used no. to piss me off. It's the sincerest form it. of bootsy. I just I had a situation yesterday and, and my, my friend was like, well, at least you know that you're like doing shit and moving in the right direction and you still got people copying you all the time because this friend be sending me screenshots and shit sometimes. Like, look at this shit. And... It's like, I can't take it as a compliment. I take it as offense. Especially when you're trying to have your own identity and your own presence in the world. Right. And then someone... I purposely don't copy other people and shit. Like, I make it a point not to. So when people copy me and then it's like, it just... It's almost like somebody getting credit for my homework or something. You know what I mean? It bothers the fuck out of me. I don't take... The only time I take it as a compliment is if you, like, shout me out and then you make me aware of it. Don't let me see some shit on my own. Like you're trying to hide Like you were trying to be slick. And it's like, and bitch, I see it. There's bitches that copy my fucking tattoos that I've seen from day one. There's I've bitches seen that it. copy my hair, my nails, everything. And it's like, that should be making me want to fight. They even copy your nail pictures and shit sometimes. Girl, I see all of it. So it's like, that's probably my biggest fucking pet peeve. And that's what made me stop getting all the crazy ass designs. Because I was getting mad that people were doing it and taking credit. And posting it and getting all this shine for my shit, my designs and shit. So I got hella mad. And so lately I've, I've just been doing like solid colors or I'll just do two colors. Sometimes I'll get like um, a different color tip or whatever. Or like right now I have Christmas nails. I yeah. let my nail guy pick but, mine um, and it's from the 90s and it looks like Tiki Punch. It's from, like a darker Tiki Punch. Yeah. Though. I like it. It's all right. It's definitely not normally. Normally I like fluorescent yeah. coral and I like it though. It's pretty. Mark liked it. That's why I kept it. But yeah, no. When you described you described Tiki Punch on the phone, and I was like, that uh, -uh, go change that. But then I seen it now. It's very jewel toned. It's nice. I like it. All right. It's definitely not what I normally would do. But um, I think I have. I think I'll be able to get one more fill before Christmas. So I might want to get like one more Christmas style before Christmas dildos. Yeah. Christmas dicks. Yeah, with beards. With dicks with Christmas Santa lights hats. around them. And then one can wear a Santa hat. 
Oh, yeah, and a happy face. And then ho, ho, ho. Those will the be the finger. middle fingers. Yeah. Perfect. I might do that for Perfect. the holiday nails. I'm going to decorate Mark's <laughs> penis with Christmas lights. While he's sleeping. <laughs> and start a Christmas fire that we talked about. We're going to do that. Get ready, babe. Um... God, I'm not going to go further into the copying shit. I'll save that. But that's just like a save whole topic it. within itself. Um, okay, so we have a, a listener that's in Belgium, and he's 18 years old. I just want to say hi. Um, he, hi. He asked that he said he loves the fucking show. And he, he asked that we talk about how much we don't need school. The, the whole question kind of cut off on the thing that he replied on, but that was the part that I saw. And honestly, school isn't for everyone. And I don't want to sound hella you ignorant. You mean college? I guess. I don't know. School. Like, because I'm an example, and I think you are too. We didn't go to college. and I didn't we're go to college. And we're probably the smartest people I know. Some of the smartest people I know. I don't think I learned anything new after seventh grade, and I'm not saying that to be facetious. I no, honestly. No, our school system really taught us a lot of unnecessary new. shit, and they didn't challenge us. Like I said on a previous episode, uh, I taught myself a bunch of stuff. I educated myself mm-hmm. on a bunch of history, um, right, right, race relations, things like that. I dug into myself. I'm now and learning more math too. because of my kids' fucking stupid ass Common Core homework. Yeah, I can't do that. I hate it. I'm I gonna have to hire a tutor. It. But like. All, everything I learned, and I feel like I am a really smart person, um, but it, it came from, like, reading and shit on my own and life experience. Like, um, you know, school didn't teach me about taxes. Fuck no. School didn't teach me about my credit. I don't even think we had home ec where we went. We didn't even learn how to bake. You know how they I had normally home have home ec? I at Richmond High, but I got kicked out very soon after, <laughs> so I didn't get to do anything. I didn't get to make anything. I probably learned a little bit about measurements or something. But you had June, something. and she was the best at that. But... Not really, because she would do it. You know what I mean? She yeah. never taught me how to do it. So I didn't learn how to cook until really late either. Yeah. Because, you know, she did it for me. I had a boyfriend's mom that was amazing. But, I love um, you, Ingrid. School, I feel like some people could um, just, like, learn things, you know, outside of school in their own way. I don't think everybody's brains are built for school. No, and that's what they're discovering. I guess that was the whole reason to bring this Common Core math is because children learn differently. So what Common Core math is, they basically teach the children, like, five different ways to do the same math problem. I wish I would have had that. I would have got past fucking Algebra Algebra A. A. (laughs) Right. Because I always have had a math block. It just yeah, me wasn't too. And I didn't retain anything like division and shit. Oh, nope. I can do that. I can't. So. I can do up to like multiplying and dividing fractions and shit. Yeah, no, All not that. me. See, so people's brains don't yeah learn the same. And not only that, not everybody is gonna grow up and go to college. Mm-hmm. And I've even told my girls that I want you guys to do what What's you guys want to do. You. What's yeah. best for you. Mm-hmm. Plus, I don't want to go into debt if they're going to fucking get a liberal arts degree and do nothing with it. I don't want to do You know? Mm-hmm. So, they don't, they, they definitely need to teach children about credit. Credit. Um, so Home big. loans. Um, taxes. Like, money, all this. Real life money. Yeah. All these real life serious scenarios that you need to know about as an adult, you don't learn in fucking school. I have a list in my phone that I saw online and that was not really a lot good. of parents teach their kids that. Well, a lot of parents don't know that. 
<laughs> like so it's my like mom didn't know. Blind yeah, blind. my mom didn't know about none of that shit. Like, ne- she fucked up her credit early on, and so she wasn't gonna be no example for me <laughs> on how to do mine. You know, like my grandparents kind of started out teaching me about it, but. Once I was out of their house, like, you know. I My grandparents just used to say, if you don't have cash, you can't afford it. Right. And that's a good motto to have. It I, is. I have a rule now. If I can't afford to buy it three times in cash, I can't get it. I shouldn't get it. That's a good. That goes for shoes, bags, anything. If I can't afford to cash out right now three times for it, I can't get it. That's good. That's Yeah, smart. that's a rule to have. But, I, you know, it took me a long time because I used to fuck off money. I fucked off so much money. Just never, never was one to save. I have a Filipino money hoarder at home. So, you know. That's you, how. That's a good thing, though. Um, somebody else asked about in relationships um, about. Hold on, let me just say real quick what it was. Sorry. Because I will spend all the money. I just will. I'm like that. Shared bank accounts with your significant other. Um, this was weird because when I was married, we had a joint bank account, but only I kept my money in it. He, um, my husband kept his money separate, and then he would just fade on the bills and the mortgage and shit, and give it to me to put into that that portion to give into to put into my account, our account, and then I would pay shit from it. But only my money stayed in that account, which was weird. He wasn't spending it; he kept his money separate. But like that, that just made me realize when this person sent that in that question. Um, I don't know how it works with other people's marriages and what the standard is. So we have. Um we have an account, but we only have one ATM card. Mm-hmm. And majority of the time, Mark holds on to the ATM card. Unless that morning, I'm like, hey, leave me the ATM card. I need to do this, this, this. Because, mm-hmm. and it works for us because I am not good with money. Yeah. If someone will say, oh, fucking, I'm hungry, or oh, I like that shirt. And I'll be like, okay, I'll buy it for you. Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I'll go buy the whole roll of scratchers. And yeah. But I, I don't know. Like, it just made me wonder, like, was that weird of me to not keep our money together? No. Or I know do some people, people do that, that have a joint account, and mm-hmm. then I know, so they have a joint account together, and then my friend also has her own account that he doesn't know about, hmm. that she keeps some money in there in case something ever happens. Yeah. And they have a really good marriage, but... Yeah, it's just like a security, security thing. Security thing. Yeah. I don't know. I always wondered, though, because I, I remember we did get in fights about money I'll a few times. I'll beat your ass, Mark. That's my security. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. And here I'm coming right behind her. It was hella funny when we were talking a while back, and I had done something for her, and she was like, thank you for doing that. She said, just so you know, I'll run up in the house and slice Mark's throat if you ever need me to. It was dead ass serious, and she knew it. She so. was like, but he won't ever need that. He's a good guy. I won't ever have to do that. But I just wanted to make sure you knew that right. was an option if it ever comes down right. to it. So I don't know how everyone else does it, but it works for us. Yeah. We're able to save money. I think money. whatever works for you guys and, like, um, you, you know, so y'all don't argue. Like, right. You know what I mean? It, it's not going to be the same for everybody. It's I, not. I kind of, after I left my marriage, I remember thinking back, like, was that weird? Like, did, were we not doing it right? But I don't know. It's, like, some people are like, don't you hate having to ask him for blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, sometimes it's a pain in the ass, but... We have money saved. Yeah. You know, we're and able to do you wouldn't have things. money saved if you, we if you had more access. Absolutely not. <laughs> You'd be in debt. Nope. I'd have a pedicure every other day, but we'd have yeah. no money. So it does. It works for us. And Well, 
I think that's about it for this week. That's right. We'll save some more for next week, episode 12. Uh, yeah, we told a bunch of stories. Um, we, we actually sold out of the holiday gift pack. <laughs> thank so you, thank guys. you guys so much. We that makes you. me happy. Please send us photos of you with the stuff when you oh get it. Oh, my God. And, Hashtag um, Hello Dysfunction, please. Yeah, we'll, we'll post you on the page. So send it. And then um, we're also going to put some more stuff on the website. When are we that, sending them out? Do you know? Um, they sh- they'll get them before Christmas. You'll have them before Christmas. Yeah. And then um, we're going to put some more stuff, some more merchandise on the website that you could buy um, individually. Yeah. That's not going to be in a pack. Yes. So, yeah, um, look out for that stuff. And please go on iTunes and rate and review because that helps. That's what the, the people please. look at as far as numbers and everything. That really helps us. So thank, thank you. you. Suck it easy. Go to bed.